on evening. So I think I wanted to finish up it as soon as I had the money to do this last year. But the buzzer rang, so I didn't get to do this. So I wanted to do this tour supposed to have went up to. There are a couple very nice points, and then we're going to actually delve into the main topic of tonight. The Gemara says on the top of Kafbeza Medalif 22a, Vam Rav Kahana. Rav Kahana, who is Rav Kahana's most famous disciple? Yeah, edited the, the Gemara, Rabbi Ashi. So if Kahana quoted Rav Nasan Barmanumi, Mishmei Rav Tanchum, in the name of Tanchum, my dechsiv, Torah tells us, talking about when Yosef was thrown into the pit, Vahabuareik, Eimbo Mayim, Mimash Rishnem, Vahabuareik, if you say it's an empty pit, empty means empty! So we know there is no water. It says that Borek, Eino Yodea, Shein Bomayim. Does the Torah think that we're imbeciles? That we don't know what empty means? I say it's an empty, empty cup. So I just have to say it's an empty cup. There's nothing. In, there's no water in it. An empty cup means an empty cup. Same thing by a pit. It's an empty. It's an empty pit. There's no water. So why? Why the redundancy? It says the Gemara, Elama Tamaloimar. What does it mean to tell us, to teach us, in Bomayim, that there was no water? Mayim, in Bo, water there was not. Aval, Nechashim, Vakravim, Yeishbai. There was not water, but there was snakes and scorpions. So says the Gemara. When the Torah means to tell us, I bore to tell us there were other things. It was rake from water, typically a well. Wait, what do you associate with a well? Water. So, yes, it was empty from water, but it wasn't empty from scorpions and snakes. I once saw an unbelievable Torah Tamima. Torah Tamima, of course, was the famous Baruch Epstein, who has a running commentary on all the five books of Moshe. And in that, first of all, he quotes, he cross-references many of the Gemaras, many of the Midrashim, A. But B, after he does that, he has on the bottom his own commentary and his own explanation. <coughs> so the Torah Tamimo says an unbelievable thing. Listen to this Torah listen to, listen to Tamimo. You're going to see how, or Baruch Epstein, by the way, was the younger... Uh, son of the Arach HaShulchan, who was the Rav of Navarduk, who was the brother-in-law of the Nitziv. He they actually article many years ago uh, translated his Makor Baruch into a book called My Uncle the Nitziv because he was a nephew of the uh, Nitziv. He also, besides being a first-rate Torah scholar, Baruch Epstein was a banker. He was a banker. He was a person who worked. So he, he's a remarkable commentator. Listen to what Baruch Epstein says. Haboreik Aimbomai. The pit was empty, there was no water. It says the 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 Torah to Mima. Sarachloimar Shiruvain the Echav, the Ruven his brothers, Lo Yadu Shibabor Yesh Nechashivakravim. They you have to say that they didn't they were not cognizant that in that pit there were snakes and scorpions. Why? Because whose idea was it to throw them in the pit? Whose idea? Ruben. What was Ruben's idea? Shahare Chashav al Ruben thought, Lahashivo el Aviv. He would be able to bring 
Yosef back to his, to his brothers. Vigam Echav, listen to the Torah Zima. And also the other brothers. Ruvain had in mind to save. save him, to delay it. The other brothers had not decided that. That's a fact, right? They deliberated when he was in the pit and he was screaming to sell him. The original plan was to kill him, right? But then they had a Torah and they decided to sell him. Um, <coughs> they threw him in the pit. So he says if the brothers would have known that there were snakes and scorpions there, and they would have seen that he was s- saved, um, right? Because we know the Gemara says that if a person is found in a pit of, s- of snakes and scorpions, they have a, a, of a chazaka, that they died. They would, they would die. So if Yosef, when they pulled him out of that pit, if Yosef would have lived in a pit, right, of, of snakes and scorpions, he would have had a zchutzah gadol. Then they would have, they would not have treated him the same way and sold him afterwards, right? If they threw him into a lion's den, like Daniel, right? And he, and, he, and he survives. They would view him. Actually, we thought he was a wicked person. Right? We know that the brothers, up until, up until the fact that Yosef revealed himself, Chazal say, they thought Yosef was guilty. And it was only when Yosef revealed himself in the house of Paro, that they changed their mind. But if they would have seen, and they thought Yosef was trying to kill them, and they thought Yosef was, was guilty, but if they would have seen that Yosef was thrown into a pit of snakes and scorpions and survived, they would have done shuva. They would have said, oh my goodness, he's really righteous. Why? Because we see that Nebuchadnezzar was a Rasha Mukhlat, says the Torah Tzimah. Nebuchadnezzar was a complete Rasha. And when Hananiah, Mishal, Azariah, when thrown into a, 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 the iron a fiery crucible, and survived. So, Nebuchadnezzar thought of to do tshuva at that point. Certainly the brothers, remember, when Nebuchadnezzar throws Hanan and Azari into the fire, he thought they were also, they were, it came to them. But when he saw they lived, he said they're obviously righteous. Certainly if the brothers would have known, says, known, says the Torah to Mima, that Yosef was righteous, and they saw him, him survive, because there were snakes and scorpions, they would have done tshuva. Since they didn't do that, it must be, they had no idea that in that pit were snakes and scorpions. The brothers would have had no ideas. Don't be surprised that they were not able to see into uh, the pit. Mashakasim of Farish in Masechus Tamid, Sof Perakama, then Hashlacha, right? The language is they threw him in there. And whenever you say Hashlacha, it's with the Pasuks of Yachuhu, Vyashlichu. They took him and they threw him into the bore. So the Gemara says, when you say the language of Hashlacha, it's at least 20 amas, which is 40 feet. So it says, the bore is at least 20 amas. What did we say over here by Ner Right? What do you say by Ner You can't, the eye can't see more than 20 amas. You can't put your menorah more than 20 amas high, right? So, the, we see the Vayashlichu, they threw him into the pit. They could not see more than 40 feet down into the pit. They had no idea there were snakes and scorpions there. And had they known, they would have done Chuva. Or Reuven would have never thrown them there because he could, the subject of he would die. The Kaimelon, as we sat over here, over 20 hours you can't see, says that Torah Tamima, by the way, don't think that this Gemara is haphazard. What is this Gemara? It's connected to the previous Gemara. Vabur Reik Aimbo Mayim says the Torah Tzimimah. You never know this, by the way. You think you have one Gemara, 
right? And it has nothing to do with the previous Gemara. It's like a nice, it's a nice Gemara. By the way, you can have like good Hanukkah Torah right here. Says the Torah Tanima is a juxtaposition. Is this that the Borek And how do you know the Nachashim that they didn't know about? It's because they had no idea that there was a Nachashim there. But if it had been less than twenty Amos, they would have known. But just like you can't put the, the, the menorah higher than twenty Amos, that's what the Torah Tanima says. Um, the uh, connections, and then he quotes that uh, the Gemara Yavama says a person would, would fall into a pit of, of snakes and scorpions that you can even testify that they died. The woman doesn't need to get. You see a guy fall into a pit of snakes and scorpions, you can assume he's dead. But the whole Gemara says it's pretty much just a very nice. I, I saw it in a different context. But we learned this Gemara. You know, this, this is typical. We learn a Gemara. There's two dots. Oh, it's a new, it's a new idea over here. It's a new sugya. No, no, no. Says the Torah to me, this Gemara highlights the previous Gemara of 20 Amas. Okay? Sucked weiter. So furthermore. Amar Rabba. Rabba was Shishiva Shiva where? Lakewood. Near. What? Pumbadisa. Right? Amar Rabba. This is Rabba Bar Nachmeni. Near Chanukah. The Chanukah, the Menorah, Mitzvah, Lahanicha, Betefach, Hasmucha, LePesach. With if we, again, if we're gonna light by the door, which is the the, the best way, which you saw earlier, um, you should light it the Tefach near the door. <coughs> the whole house should be consumed in it. Um, so which side do you put it on? Rav Acha Berei Derava Amar Miyamin. Rav Acha Berei Derava says you put it on the right side of the door. Rav Shmumi Difti Amar Mismol. Rav Shmumi Difti says no. You put it in on the left side of the door. What? The We pass in Halacha Lamaisab. Mismol. We put the Menorah when we light. If you go to Israel, they're lighting by the door, like the Iker Halacha. We like by the left. Why is that sucking tomorrow? Today should near Hanukkah is small. On the left side of the door, you should have the menorah. On the right side of the door, you should have the mezuzah. You should, the door should be surrounded by mitzvahs. Says Rashi, mitzvah anicha, whether berchatzer or bershusarabim, you do it hatefach hasamach lepesach. Within a tefach, how big is a tefach? Three to four inches, right? Depending on who you hold by. So, uh, three to four inches of the door. Sheim yecharkana lahalam in a pesach. Enonikrub shvalabais hanichasham. You won't know for sure that the balabais put it there, or by, or it's by his door, or by his door. Miyamin. What does it mean from the right? On the right side, walking in. Beknisatslebeso liyamin. You walk to house on the right. Mezuzah kaimalan. We know that this is actually a, a, a Gemara, right? The Gemara learns out that the mezuzah has to be on the right and you can't put it on the left. And if you do put it on the left, you're not Yaitse. The Gemara has a limud, but of course we know Misinai, this is a Zalacha, but the Gemara says, where do we learn that from? Derech bi'ascha, the way you walk. And you walk right for first. Inish karli minir akabresha. So the Menorah is on the right side. The, the mezuzah. Actually, the mezuzah is on the right side as you come into the house, and the mezuzah on your left as you come in the house. 
now there's a shultus. The shultus is shultus of Achai Goyen. Rav Achai Goyen was one of the great Goyenim between the and the eighth century. Says Rav Achai Goyen and shultus. His language is remember Rav Achai is just a few hundred years after the Gemara comes out. He says he has a different gear son. He says you put the hilchas of me small. You should put it me small. And the mezuzah should be on the right. And let's see his actual language here. I'll just get it correctly. It says the shultus. It says the parshas vayeshach ubalabayis mitzuyis betaliso benam. And he should have the balabayis, the person lighting, should be covered up with his sitzis with his talus. Between the two, right? he should be completely submerged in missions. The Ishe Yisrael, Ishe Yisrael is one of the great Rabbanim from Lita, from Lithuania in the 19th century, says, based on the shoulders. I don't, I don't know, Father, what it means. He has to be covered up with his talus. He has to wear the talus when he lights the candles. Is that what it means? That, so he, it's so, that, that's what the shoulders says. Mm-hmm. He's wearing his talus over his head. He's wearing from the from during the day already. Oh, he's in those days they wore the taluses all day long. Uh, but says so. says says the says the Ishe Yisrael was this great nineteenth century Lithuanian rov. He says you see from here something that all brachas you should be covering your head. You see from here, like the Gemara says in, in by by kosher bracha, one of the things you should have by kosher bracha is itof. You should cover your head, and the Ishe Yisrael says you see this all over the place. He quotes Arambam. Arambam says in Tfilo. Right? Arambam says in Ilchas Tfilo. A second covering? A second covering, besides a uh, kippah, that's right. He says, Derech kol chachamim v'tamideim, shlo yispalu el kishen atufin. That the, the derech of all the, of chachamim and their students is like they don't only daven if they're atuf, they're, co- they're covered. The Ketzim Mishnah, who's the Mavis of Karu, actually quotes the Gemara and Shabbos. Look at the Gemara and Shabbos in Daf Yud, over here. Let's look at Daf Yud. We have it over here, so we can actually look it up. So the Gemara says, if you look at Taisus Rami Puzmaki, right, go directly across that. You see Kiika Shlama. It's talking about Rav Ashi. Rav Ashi. So I look at Amar Rav Ashi. Yeah. Chazin Elav Kahana, same Arav Kahana we just got here. Yud Tenei, Tenei, go about a line above Rami Puzmaki and Taisus. Oh, okay, got it. Sorry. So Rav Ashi said, I saw my Rebbe. Like, didn't, didn't, didn't I quiz you for who's Rav Kahana's greatest student? Rav Ashi, right? So here you have Rav Ashi seeing his Rebbe, Rav Kahana. Rav Ashi, of course, is the editor of the Babylonian Talmud uh, with Ravina. So he says, I saw Rav Kahana Ikatzar Ba'alma. When he would, when there was, when there was, when there was a travail in the in the world, Shadi Glimi took off his his coat, Pachriyadi clasped his hands with matzli. Amar Kavdi Kamimari, I'm like a servant in front of my master. Kikashalama, when there's peace and I a normal day of davening, lavish, he get dressed in maskasi, all covered up. Umesatev, he puts the itof covered his head, umatzli, and he would daven. If you look at the little misatef, right? See a little hay there. So the 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 Aymishma quotes the Rambam. He quotes um, the Shulchan Aruch and the Torah. Everyone says from here. You see, you should do itif by davening. In fact, the Rambam says in another place as well. The Rambam says in Hilcha Shabbos, Lamed Perak Lamed Halacha Beis. Listen to by the way, 
how the Rambam says to have covered Shabbos. Says the Rambam, Ezu covered Zesh Shamu Chachamim Shemitzvah La Adam Lirchatz Panav before Shabbos. You should wash your face. Yaldav Ragel Bechamim and hot water. By the way, hot water in the days of the Rambam was not an easy commodity. <laughs> Surely you had to be you had to go to a bathhouse. It wasn't like you just walked into a shower over here, right? Why when they cover a Shabbos? Because Shabbos. And then says the Rambam, Misatif Betzitzis. The Ishei saw also quotes the Mordechai, who says, If you do shechita without a head covering, the shechita could be piggle, like literally th- things like that. Why am I saying this? Like, because today, you know, it, it became a hashkafic issue. Like, who wears a hat, who wears a double covering? And really, again, I'm not saying one has, but there's a strong idea to cover one's head beyond certainly Shachris to where Tasha I've spoken about before but even my Mincha Amarev it's nothing to do with I don't care if it's a purple hat a black hat a blue hat I mean today it became like a person identifies themselves on how they dress leaving that aside the reason I'm mentioning this is because unfortunately it purely became a Hashkafic issue but if you look at the Rishayinim at the Gemaras there's a strong basis to cover your head for davening with a hat or a Sudar Right, <laughs> whatever color hat you want to wear, right, or fur or material. It's not, not the point. The point is, it's considered etof is a strong Jewish idea. The Shultas says, and it's brought down certainly by Davin. At least by Shachris, when you're wearing a talit, a person should certainly cover the head. I only bring that down because, again, today, you know, it's an interesting Shultas, which he brings it down, but it's, it's interesting that. Even the people who wear hats, they're not wearing hats while stopping, by the way. Money, they're wearing it because that's what they associate with. But forgetting what a person associates with, we should know what the Rambam says. We should know what the Shulta says. We should know what the Gemara and Shabbos Tafyut says. That there's a strong idea to cover actually, actually be Eisen, for example, who is here, who's wearing a gray hat, if anyone noticed. And he's certainly not uh, a yeshivish person. Big Tom and Chalcom. But he wear that, I'm positive he's wearing that because of these kind of gemaras that one should wear a hat to cover their head. In the old days, everyone wore a hat until 60 years ago. If you look at anyone's pictures, they're wearing these little hats today in any way, form, or fashion. I'm not necessarily saying to wear a hat. But what I am saying is that one should be cognizant that covering one's head, whether it's with a talis, certainly if you're shliach tzibor, for the tzibor to daven, whether it's mincha or ma'ev, one should do ituf. That certainly, because that's already a covered. But even in regular times, it's a very strong Indian to cover its heads, regardless of one's hashkafa. That is certainly not my intent to discuss tonight. But Rabbi, not, yeah. we don't have like equal hashkafa with like Rav Kahana, where in times of distress, where we... No, no I, in fact, if you look at the Gemara, the Rambam only <clears throat> picks up on the Ituf. He doesn't... Good question. He doesn't even... The Rambam and the Shorak do not follow that. Because by us, most likely, we're not as distressed as Rav Kahana. Of Kahan, it was real, right? You know, the reason we do Itof is for extra concentration, for Yerushalayim. Actually, when we learned Tilchas Tzitzis, we discussed this Shulchan Aruch over there, Mishnah Brura, Revad Yosef, they all stress to cover one's house. I went through the Sephardim and Ashkenazim. All of the great Machreinim say that one should ideally cover their head for Shona Esrei and for Shema, even better, right? Forgetting Sukkot other parts because of Yerushalayim, because of feeling close to Hashem being under under the Shechina. And again, I just brought this down because today I look at it as like an unfortunate reality that we became Hashkafic overran the halachic issues involved and it's different. people want to differentiate themselves today. 
Again, I'm not saying one has to. I mean, what I am saying is I want you to know that's a very strong Indian in halacha. That's which is important for us to know. Okay, now I hope that people saw the tour <coughs> because there's, the tour says as follows: Taf Reisha Ein Al Okay. Says, who's the tour? Remind me, please. Rabbi Yaakov Alter. Who's his father? The Rosh. Who is his Rebbe? The Rosh. He's uh, the Rajbal. So the tour, of course, went with his father from Germany to Spain after the kidnapping of Marami Rutenberg. The tour is the first codification of of the our system of halacha like we have it in the Shulchan Aruch. So the tour actually. I'm going to start it over here, but we're not going to harp on this part. We're going to focus on the other part. Umitzvah anicha. Okay? Everyone say umitzvah anicha betafach. It's on what would be Siv Zayin in most of the Torahs. Umitzvah lahanicha betafach ha-samach la-pesach. We just saw that in the Gemara. Just put the menera atafach samach la-pesach. Mismo, on the left side. Kedei shetei mezuzah miyamin. The mezuzah should be on the right side. Benir Hanukkah bismo. Benir Hanukkah should be on the left side as you walk in. The cause of Avi Ezri, the Ravya says, Let's say you don't have a mezuzah on the door. Why, what kind of door would not have a mezuzah? Too short? Ah? Uh? Too, too short? It's not, it's not opening to a livable space of Dalit Amis. Maybe it's a doorway without a, a door and it's, not, it's, and it's small, whatever it may be. Right? Uh, so let's say there's no mezuzah for whatever reason. Um, and the smak says the same thing. You should put it on the right side. If, it's not, if there's no mezuzah on the left, on the right side, you shouldn't put them on the left. The whole reason says that and the, the, the way that Ariazra understands it mm-hmm. is the whole reason you put it on the left side is to be surrounded by mitzvahs. But if you only have one item, there's only putting a menorah there, the right's always preferable. The right is, right, the Yemen, Yemen wins. Nothing against the lefties, by the way. Says Aviezri, on the default, is if you don't have any mezuzah, you put it on the right side. The safe from no, it's. No, no, you put the mezuzah on our front door. That's the door we go in and right, out to our right, house. Right, right, right. But this is a door that's leading into like a closet or something. Whatever it may be. It's, it's, not a it's like a. Place, it's, but that's exactly. The place you would put his mezuzah well, it's a, because it's, it's the, the only one pet. facing the street. Is exactly, that the exactly. You have something like that. Exactly. Right. And the, you know, I don't want to harp on how that would be. It's be very uncommon, but let's imagine that's yeah. the case. Um, with a safer mitzvah katan, who's a rebitzah mikorvel, kasa shemenich badel tzatzma, manichane bechatz shol knis tzatzma. If you put it on the door itself, <coughs> in, the, in the frame, you should put it on the left side. Now, I'm not doing that. Here's what we're supposed to focus on right now. Now comes a tour. One line, one line. We don't. This is like our first. The Raman doesn't say this. Not brought down in Maimonides. Not brought down in the Gemara. Not brought down in the Rift. Not brought down in the Shultus or the Achai Goyin. Mm-hmm. Not brought down... Where We don't see this. We have an introduction here. Says the Torah of the Beis HaKnesis. He doesn't even tell you to put it... That was a mitzvah for the Shul. He just says, In the Shul, Put it on the south side. Why the south side? In memory of the Menorah in the base of Megdash, which was on the south side of the, in the, in the Heichal. Okay? That's our introduction to 
to putting a menorah and lighting it on Hanukkah in the shul. Doesn't even tell you there's an Indian. He like puts it in passing. Says the base Yosef Umashikosov Shemenichanir Hanukkah Beisek Knesses. Now, why in the world? Now, the the tour gives a reason, right? He says, put on the south side. Why? Zechel and Menorah. It sounds like, according to the tour, the reason we do this is in memory of the Menorah, which is on the south side. But that's he only tells you what side you put it on, where you light it. You don't light it by the door of the shul. You put it on the south side of the shul. It doesn't tell you why. Really, tell you where this started, why it started, why one perhaps would say a bracha on this. Says the base Yosef. Says the base of Cairo. Nira shetiknu kain mipnei haorchin. Maybe we were misakins because of orchin. Shein laham bias lahalik bo. They have no house. Ukmo shetiknu kiddush base aknesses. Mishim orchin. Just like their Mesakin Kiddush in the Shul, if you go to Ashkenazic Shuls in Chutzlarz, a lot of the Shul that I grew up in, they make Kiddush Friday night in the Shul, and Motu Shabbos in the Shul. Um, uh, for who? For who? For the guests. One second. You never went to an Ashkenazic Shul. This is the first one. This is your first one. <laughs> we don't do it here. Um... But if we do it, we're going to make you do the Kiddush first. Uh, <laughs> so you can experience it. And but usually they give it to the kids. So I drank that Kiddush many a time. You get in your group sure. like that, you drank the Kiddush, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's part of growing up in a show like Definitely. that. So you drink the Kiddush. I think my son is missing it. And he's missing yeah. it. It's a tradition, yeah. So, Kiddush is a Kiddush. We're not doing this right now. I, just, I will point out that um, today... The old days, the guest house were in the shul. People slept. They had, the shuls had guest houses. People literally ate and drank in the shul. Today, even after that's no longer the custom for, for generations already. There are, even the Ramah and Shuva and the, the Rambam, the Ran, actually the Rambam and the Shuva and the Ran and Shuva says the, the Takana still stands and we make Kiddush in the shul even though no one's there for the people who potentially could be there. That's not our topic today. According to that. Even today, if this is the reason, you would like menorah in the shul, which means, says the first reason the Beis Yosef is bringing down, right, is this reason. He says, the kakasav al-kolbo, the kolbo, who's the kolbo? The kolbo is, a, is, a, is an, an abridged version of the Orches Chaim. Who's the Orches Chaim? The Orches Chaim was of Aaron Melunel, the great uh, late 13th, early 14th century sage. Orchus Chaim is one of the great works which is quoted in the Beis Yosef consistently. He was Ravan Prevents moved at the end of his life at Majorica. I'm just reminding you in case anyone forgot that. Right? The Kolbo is a, an abridged version of that. Some people say that he wrote it, others say he didn't. Kolbo is an important work which is quoted very often. So the Kolbo says its reason, that the reason is in case of guests. By the way, would that really disfar make Kiddush in the show? No, right? So, but, uh, so do, do you have menorah in your show? In your Sephardic show, you grew up, you have menorah? No, that's what I have. You didn't have menorah in show? Honestly, I'm not a good example. You're not an example, I'm okay. Not, uh, you, they, you did. Well, you, you don't remember, you, or you had up in the, I wasn't You weren't there on Hanukkah, Marav, okay. Is it planned that the Orchim began their mitzvah? Oh, so, so, technically speaking, oh, so, technically speaking, the old days they would sleep there. It's like you'd be in a dorm. They were lighting for your dorm. You, that, you, that's how you're Yotze. 
others want to say that maybe we're not doing this right now. Yeah. At some level, you could be Yotze even if you weren't sleeping there. I'm not. What? Svarim do also. I've been to Svari shows on, on Hanukkah. They, they do. Machaber says that way. We're going to see in a moment. Kakatsev Hakobo. Now it brings another reason. Kakatsev Tamacher. Another reason why we'd like to show. Shehu Kedei Lefarsim Hanes. To publicize the miracle. Bifnei kol ha'am, in front of everybody. L'sadr ha'brachas lifneihem. And to say the brachas. Sh'yesh b'zeh pirsam gadol l'shem yisparach. V'kidosh shmosh mevarachem oisamakeos. That chazah or mesakin that you want In your house. It's families. Family, 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 family. Remember we, three weeks ago we talked about pirsum Nisa spreading the wealth of the miracle. So maybe at some level you're missing some personalities. So we wanted to have it in Shul, where we great personalities. When it's not just individuals lighting their on their front doorstep or in their or, or by their window, it's the whole seaboard lighting together. That's a greater person of the Nesa Hanukkah. So we're masakin to do it for that reason to light publicly. Who's the rivash? Who's the rivash? Jonathan. Who's Rivash? Glasgow, I don't teach you these things. Spain, huh? Spain. He was from Spain. Rivash was a Mitzvah He was a Robin actually in Valencia, Spain, when the massacres of 1391 happened. It was 100 years before the Inquisition, before the expulsion. And he ended up running for his life, like many others did. Ended up in Algiers, and it was a chief rabbi of Algiers. For the last 15, 16 years of his life, he's with the Migdayle Hador from the greatest sages of that generation. So the Rivash says, he actually asked, in the, he actually, if you look at the Rivash inside, he was asked that by somebody, with well, the Cobalt is first, is the reason that we lighten shoals because of guests? And, the, and the, because the guy didn't like it, and the, and the Rush Rivash says, I agree with you. That is not the reason we lighten shoals. There's no way that we're lighting in shoals because of any. Guests or whatever. So, what's the reason we like in, in, in Shul? Says the Rivash. Says the Rivash. You know why we light a menorah in Shul? Haminak hazeh lahadlik the basic It's minavasikin. It's an old minuk. So the Rivash was in the 14th century. He says this is a really old minuk. Who mishum persumi nisa? And it's because of persumi nes. Why? Says the Rivash. We can't do the mitzvah properly. Ravash is coming from Spain. No, both in Spain and even in Algiers later on. Anyway, there was no freedom of religion. You didn't wear religion on your sleeves. If you would have let your light outside, I could have taken the menorah and thrown it at your house and burned to 11 and would have been prosecuted. Right? We didn't, they lit it inside their house. So what happened? So nobody saw there's no Pirsum Hanes. Remember, there's not really people were lacking essential Pirsum Hanes in the, in the Hanukkah. Like, right, going back to what we learned three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Says, says the, the, the Rivash, therefore we light in the Shul and we make a bracha. This is what he says. We're going to do it. And by the way, we do a bracha on this just like Halel Derosh Chodesh. You know why? Because according to the first piece of Kolbo, there are people being Yotzi and Shulet, guests. So that, that's a good reason to make a bracha. According to the second reason, 
Second reason, which we brought down, of um, that this it's a it's a gezeira. The whole point is to make a bracha publicly, right? That there should be a public lighting in shul, right? But according to this, right, is the only reason to do it is, is lacking pirsum hanes, which means everyone was yotze in their house according to Rivash. So why lighting in shul? Because we didn't have, have pirsum hanes. We're lacking pirsum hanes. We, we, we didn't have pirsum hanes. We, we lit in our kitchens. That's what they used to light. You can't imagine. They, they lit in their kitchens. By the way, if you be like, can you imagine lighting in Syria today? You would light in your, in your closet. You close the door. You close all the shades. You're not going to all... It's, it's running around there. Right? If you were to live in Russia 50 years ago, what happens if you live by your, by your window? Time of Stalin in Moscow. You got knock-knock. And, and, <laughs> and you were never seen again, Right? You know, you ended up in somewhere in Siberia. So, it was dangerous light. So, says the Rivash, you know why we light it? We light it because we're known as Pesunesa. I, how in the world do you make a bracha on that? You were yotze in your house. There should be no compelling reason to make a bracha if that's the case. No one's being yotze. There's a good reason to make a bracha, says the Rivash. You make a bracha because this became the minog. And it's like, how will Arashchidesh we make a bracha? And Mikomakom says the Rivash. There's no way you can be yotze basic knesses. Ain't on the yotze of it. Sarch lachs with the halakot kolach of a beso. You're not yotze with that. There's no one. There's no hava made to be yotze. All the lighting is surely it's just an extra piercing hanes, an extra publication of the mitzvah. Do not think you can light in shul and listen. There's no ability to be to yotze. That's simple because near ish ubeso. The mitzvah is on your house and you're not living there. It's not your place. Nobody's living there. So the rivash says, yeah, we light in shul. The reason we light in shul is for to get the pierce as we lacked otherwise, and I, you make a bracha, it's a minute, okay, the minute we can make a bracha. So he, he disagrees with Kolbo, who says that we are lighting because of the against and the supposedly right. should, should be Yosef. Right. He's like actually saying the, Right. The and by the way, enough would be that according to the Rivash, there's no way, there's a discussion in the Kolbo, let's say, even let's say you're not sleeping there, is it possible to be at mm-hmm. some level initial? Let's say, you're, 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 you are an Israeli working for Intel, you were staying in a hotel last night, and you're going to be flying out at the red eye th- that night. Could you be here in Shul? Is there any idea that you can be Yotze at all? The Chayiv Sadar actually discusses this. Not so simple, but there are opinions that perhaps you can be Yotze at some level. According to Rivash, you're not Yotze at all. There's no way you can be Yotze in a Shul. A Shul is not your house. <laughs> it's not your house. There's, not, there's nothing here to it. And even when the Kobo's reason would be if you're sleeping in the shul. If you want to sleep in the shul, you know, maybe then. Right? Okay? Just look at the dark motion real quick. Hey. It says, because of HaKobo, Tahaminag lahalik v'beis haknesses, the minag is to light, in the shul, ben mincha l'mayrav, between mincha and mayrav, with erev shabos, and erev shabos, malikin, oisem kodot filas mincha, we light before mincha, the great Rav David Abu Raham, the great Spanish sage, says on an Arab Shabbos, we, we, we light before Mincha, because we don't want to get so close to lighting afterwards. Um, and then he says, um, Lastly, he brings down the Maril that. that, that Kishurabi may Hanukkah, it's like the fifth night, sixth night, seventh night of Hanukkah. The Shlech Tzibur can light it. And so, um, 
Um, and he could start saying the bracha, light one candle, and then go up to David, and the shamash could finish the lighting. The first person who starts does not have to finish the lighting. This is not pertinent to what I want to do, I just want to do the Ramah. Now, everyone, I said I should have a Mishnaburah, let's look at the Mishnaburah. Toth Reish is Toth Reish Ayin Aleph. Okay, if you it's if Zion, if you're an English person like the dates page two seventy eight. <coughs> <coughs> page two. page two seventy eight. Okay, you got in the middle of the base of Knesset. Everyone see that by the by the asterisk in the middle of the Sif of the base of Knesset. Got it? Mm-hmm. Says the Mechaber Rabbi Yosef Cairo of the base of Knesset because he's again he's talking about where you put it in your house, right? The base of Knesset Manicho Bekosol Darom. You put it on the south side of the shul. Of the wall, and now in our shawl, we know we, we we put the south side, but we don't. There's a mechitza there, so we put it right next to the mechitza on the south side. Oh, b'darom hamenora, umasadron mizrach. We light it from east to west. Now, here's what we need to see. Umadlikin umevarchem beisaknesses says Rabbi Yosef Kar. We light in shawl. We make a bracha in shawl. What's his reason? Mishum Persimunisa. Sounds like he's following the Rivash. Right? Now, what the, by, I, I, I didn't say this, but the, the Kobo also says the reason of Zechel Amikdash, right? Of Zechel Amikdash. So, but at one level, he says, put it on the, on the south side, like they did, because that would mean that we light in the show like the base of Mikdash, of Ze, which is like the Torah sound, Zechel Amikdash. But here he's on Mishum Persimunisa, which is exactly whose opinion? The Rivash's opinion. Right, um, and then and then he says Ramah then points out the Ein Adam Don't think that if you light in Shul you could fulfill your obligation. But Sarech Lachzer, I actually had the the honor of lighting for the Mir Shiva. When I I daven in the Mir Shiva in Yerushalayim, my seat the whole year I daven against the wall. I was on the right wall, right, which was the south because the Mizrach was there. I daven on the wall, and above me the whole year was the Meneiro. Right above me was the Meneiro. So poem comes the first day of, of Hanukkah. <laughs> I'll find all two thousand people. I get to light the Meneiro, right? So, you know, I get to the, you know, light, light, light the Meneiro. Fine, but, you know, but I was not going to see the Chalvasa. We'll see, perhaps, can I make new brachas in my house, in my own apartment, or not? But it, a fact that I lit it there. Did not make one difference. You know, we're not Yotze. Who does it, the Ramah quote for that? The Rivash. Like the Rivash. Right? Like the Rivash. That we, a person is not Yotze, they Chovatso with the basic Nessus. Okay. First, first, let's just see the Be'er Halacha. With basic Nessus. Manichu Bekoisal Darum. Everyone see the Be'er Halacha? Same place. Tafresh Ayin Al Zion. Yes. There's there's no sif in Berlacha. It's on the side of right next to Basic Knesses. Berlacha. We're Basic Knesses. 
Got it? Yeah. No, almost is not good yeah, enough. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, Beisach, Knesset, says the Berlach. Who's the Berlach? Chavtzayim, right? Says the Berlach, the Mishnabura, the... Says the Baralacha, even at the time of the Gemara, when they were lighting outside, right? He would light inside for parsim nice problem. That does not sound like the Rivash, does it? The Rivash said, why do we light in the why do we light in the shawl? Because we light indoors on our, on our kitchen table. Who does this sound like? This sounds like the second opinion, which is the kobolds, that you light in the shawl, that you should have one lighting, not just our families lighting by ourselves, they should have one lighting for everybody! That's what that sounds like. He says, The truth is, First, should have told you there's a mitzvah. To lay in the shul. <laughs> then tell me where to lay. Is it first? He first tells you the place to lay. He says that the um, Ella, Ella, if he should come or let El, but Chilas Hasif, the mitzvah lahanicho betafach hasamach lepasach. There's a mitzvah to lay put tafach hasamach lepasach. Kaamar to the base haknasus in the shul. We do zeicher lemekdash, and we put the menorah on the south. Now that, by the way, sounds like a, a cholent would be called, because we learned the, the base of He took three reasons and mushed it together in a certain way. Darom Ezechel Mikdash, that was one reason of the Kobol. The lighting publicly, where everyone should see, was a, was a different re- reason. And the Rivash is the, is the way, way Ramon's coming out in, in the Mechaber. So he, he's taking it and putting it together. Fine. Go to Mishnah Bura, Sifkatim and Dalit. Everyone see that? Says the Chavetz Chaim, Malikin and Mavarachin. Right, you, you, we we light the Neirah and we we make a bracha after the Beisak Knesset Hurak Minhago. Even though in the Shul it's only a Minhag, Mikomaka Mavarachim Alav. Nevertheless, we make a bracha on it. Now, he says, just like we make a bracha on, on halal Rishchidosh, which is Eino Elamenach. By the way, if you look at Taisvis, there's, there's about three Taisvises on this. I'm just going to quote one briefly. Taisvis and, and Tainas Haftes, you know how this Taisvis is. 28b. I'm going to recommend everyone take a look at Taisvis Tainas 28b. And the Gemara here is talking about when you say halal in the Chavchasim Beis. What are the deliberation? When do you say halal? When do you not say halal? And they talk about Rosh Chaydesh. And Rav says he went to a place and they were reading halal on, on, on Rosh Chaydesh and he said it with uh, a bracha and he, and he, and he was going to stop them. Yeah. He was going to stop them, right? You want to find this? Right, so he says, "Oh no, they're they, they, they're not skipping." So he says, "Shmam na minig avasei." Excuse me, he saw they skipped some things. Minig avasei be adam. So Tosis here is one of four Tosis that says, that. It "says You see here, maybe you don't have to say a bracha on a minhag." What, what's what's the question? Say a bracha on a minhag. Why would that be a problem? 
How in the world Tyson says he's Asher Kishanu that God sanctified Vitsi? Vanu. Vanu. God didn't command us a minog. A custom? You're going to say God commanded us to do a custom? A custom? That's not a command. How can you say a command and a custom? A minog? Tyson comes and first says, no, there's no, there's no bracha on a minog. Then Rabbi Tom says, come strong, there is a bracha on a, on a minog. I'm going to read the end of Tyson's book. But it's a worthwhile Tyson to see. Chavches and Beis Amr Shlana Minog of Semedem. Tyson quotes Rabbi Tom. Maybe it's a pasuk Rabbi Tom. At the end um, of that, um, um, he says, he says, uh, don't bring a rye from Arava. Like we go around by Arava on Chol Hamayid with Arava, Arava. He says that Minog is just tilto. It's not a big thing. But on, on, on a big minute, like saying hala or something like that, then we'd make a bracha. Then he says, the we pass like Rabbeinu Tam, we make a bracha on her minug. Okay. The says, Don't speak in the middle of hala. Somebody asked you a question. Don't speak in the middle of hala. Came in Shabirik, once you make a bracha, because we're making a bracha. It's a hefsek, you mean, it's a bracha on the whole. On all of Halal. You can't speak in the middle of Halal, even in Rosh Chodesh. When you came to Yachim Uchil, right? Um, right. So, just like on Halal, uh, on Rosh Chodesh, you make a uh, bracha, so to here you make a bracha. That's what the Chaber says, you make a bracha on a minog over here. That's uh, what Chaim wants to say. I'm, in, there's, I'm going to hold, there's a lot of halachas here, we don't have the time, but I want to delve into this question. On that, everyone look at Sharei Tshuva, up about Rabbi Margolis. You see that? Umavarcha number Yud. Yud, 10. Sharei Tshuva, 10. Yud, you got it? Judge, you have it. Is, does the Yud have brackets around yes. it? Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, I got it. So, it says, I am the Berhetev, see the Berhetev. Umasha Kotsav. B'shem ha-chacham tzvi. Now, this is not Howard Klein. This is the original chacham tzvi. Right? <laughs> the chacham see the gadol hador from, from Deutschland, from, uh, from Holland. The father of Yaakov Emden. Shetamo alzeh. He looks at this mechaber and he can't believe this. Shein tmiyotso rakam mechaber Right? <coughs> He's bothered. Right? How in the world does the mechaber say here do you make a bracha on lighting a menorah in a shul? The Mechaber says, on the laws of Rosh Chodesh, you don't make a bracha. On, do you make a bracha on Halal on Rosh Chodesh? Shira. Shira, you make a bracha on Halal on Rosh Chodesh? You make a bracha on Halal on Rosh Chodesh? You're an Ashkenazi then. Because the Mechaber says not to. For Halal on Rosh Chodesh? Halal on Rosh Chodesh. I'm not talking about confused Jews. Uh, a, identity crisis. In the Sido, there is a bracha in the Sido. Ah, there is a bracha. That's for Yom Tov, not for Sfarim. For Yom Tov. For Rosh Chodesh is not Yom Tov. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Rosh Chodesh. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, for Rosh Chodesh. No, you know, you know. Sfarim do not make a bracha on Rosh Chodesh because the Mechaber says it's a minog. How? Right? Mechaber is actually going like not like a bit of time. It goes like the first period of Taisus. Chabzai says, why not? Man Ishtana. Rabbi Cairo, please be consistent. 
on Rosh Chodesh, you say, don't make a bracha, because we don't make brachas on Minog. All of a sudden here, lighting a menorah in Shul, you, Rabbi Cairo, for the Svartim, say, we make a bracha. Make up your mind. Do you make a bracha on a Minog? Do not make a bracha on a Minog. Right? Pick something and be consistent about it. And then, then, then the Shara Chuba says, um, even the, 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 the Rivosh, right? He, the Rivosh says um, that we make a bracha on it. And he says explicitly it's a, mi, 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 a minug. Right? So he says, Right? It should be that the Mechaber would hold you don't like, you don't, we don't make a bracha on a minug. Just like by Rosh Chaydesh, you don't like a bracha on lighting in the shul. I've already done but according to us, Ashkenazim, we make, we pass like Rabbeinu Tam. Then we make a bracha on Hamash because we pass and we make a bracha on a minhag. Right? Kama chacham tzimai did the shopper mevarcham on Eretz, basically. Right? Everyone would say, you do it. Okay? So you hear the kash of the machaber? The question of the machaber is, is where's the consistency? How come on Rosh Chaydesh, you, you paskin that you don't make a bracha. And here in Shul, you paskin that you do make a bracha. <coughs> no, Shul. Rosh Chodesh, it's because it's a minhag, we don't do the bracha? Yeah, minhag. So that's, 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 that's the Gemara. It's all based on the Gemara. Isn't the Gemara saying it's because of Persumanis? Ah? Because of Persumanis. It's not only minhag, but it's also Persumanis. What is it? The, the, the reason you don't say a bracha is because you can't say a Shrikishanu that God commanded us to do this. Nobody says, by the way, as I point out, the first time you really see this custom of lighting, making, uh, lighting a menorah is in the tour. It's really one of the first sources. You don't see it in the Galara or in the Goyen. How do you start Sivanu? God commanded God commanded me. We see, see, see Halal of Rosh Chodesh in the Gemara? The Halal of Rosh Chodesh is the Gemara, but the Gemara clearly calls it a minog. And that's why... The, that's why, by the way, Tosis deliberates to make a bracha or, or, or not. And other Rishonim as well deliberate on it. But there, there we do see it. I think it would be more likely than we would say the bracha first condition. Yeah, maybe even more so, right? Maybe even more so. Okay, wait, I want, I, I, no more ideas. Because I want to actually get to Shlomo Zaman Arbach's idea. Shlomo Zaman Arbach and Mincha Shlomo. If anyone wants to look up afterwards, it's even marked over here. It's Simon and Chas. Gimel Hay. So Shlomo Zaman Arbach says a beautiful explanation. He says, you know what the difference is? Why the Mechaber holds by, by Minhagim, like say, Rashchosh, Hala, Rashchosh, you don't make a bracha, and by, um, and by the minority you do. So it says Shlomo Zaman Arbach, because if the halacha is based on a pre-existing chiv, that you're just moving to another setting, Right? So then you can make a bracha. So in Menorah, right? In Menorah, especially in the Rivash, you were, we have a chil, everyone makes says a bracha in their house. That's the, that's the, that's the Dindra Banan. Then we make a bracha in our house. So now we're taking that Dindra Banan and putting it in the shul. It's connected to the Etzim Din, which is Chayim and Bracha. So in that kind of Minog, you can make a bracha on. But if it's just a minig bama, which came saying how Rosh Chodesh is not based on anything, but that we're happy it's Rosh Chodesh, right? He brings down the same thing, but you can't make a bracha on that. Same thing, by the way, we read Ashkenazim do this, not Svartim even. We read Kohalis on Sukkot, 
right? We read Shirashirim on <coughs> Pesach. We don't make a rock on it. It's a minute you salt for the Ashkenazim to do that. Why don't we do that? Because there's no there's no intrinsic source that you have to you that you that you have to to do that. Some people do. What? Some people do say bro. It's a gra. I'm not which is not but that's not the minute. I know that's only a fight on a Kashmagilla and stuff like that. I'm not gonna go into the how the gra what what the lumness of the Vilna is. That's a, that's a that's true, there's a Vilna but that's not the, the, the standard opinion. Um Really, Rabbi Rabbi um, Shulman Arbach is really saying the same thing as the Taisus Rebbe. Taisus Rebbe is a shy to Trani. Shai is trying to also is talking about actually on Sukkot why we don't we don't make a bracha on the Arava. Um, so the 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 um, the Taisus Rebbe was a was a reason that says nearly. Right, which is but we expand it like menorah we take it into the shul for pursuing Isa that would make a bracha and that minog is then you can make a bracha make it this is there used to be a custom um, uh, there used to be a custom to say by mincha in places okay so you say, why can you have to make a bracha? It's only a custom. Because there's a din in the morning to say haftarah, and for that reason you can make a bracha even mincha. He says, by halal. He says, why, why, why is it that halal, which Rebbeinu Tam holds, and Ashkenazim hold, why is it that halal you can make a bracha on, on Rosh Chodesh? So he says, that it means, the Rebbeinu Shodan Arbach is not dealing with this. He's trying to answer up the Machaber. The Rid says, you know what, we can say halal with a, with a, with a bracha, no, no questions asked. Because be'etzem, halal is something, a concept we have the whole year. It's not a new, it's not a new concept. You're just taking that concept and applying it to Rosh Hashanah. You're taking this din halal and applying it to Rosh Hashanah. Um, but he says if there's a makam that you do a minog, like reading Megillus Antiochus, in many places, in Italian shirtles, something called Megillus Antiochus, which is uh, a work about talking about that, we wouldn't go ahead and make a bracha on that, right? Because that's just a minute which uh, without any primary source from it. Is, is, is the opinion of Shalom Zaman Arbach clear? Yeah? His contemporary, Rabbi Avadya Yosef, in Chazal in Avadya. What is contemporary? Same time. Same time. Same. Rabbi Yosef says in Chazal Avadya, an interesting thing. Says Rabbi Avadya Yosef, in Chazal Avadia, no, you know, I'm going to answer Maran. I'm going to answer Shochanach. Why does Shochanach say on Rosh Chaydesh, we don't by Halloween we don't make a bracha, but we do make a bracha on uh, 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 on on lighting the shul. He says like this: When the, depends how the minik starts. If the minik starts by the Hamon Am, the people start doing something, and he I wants to make a diak from the Gemara. There, that by Halal Meshchedesh, he, he understands the Gemara. The people start doing that. Rav sees the people doing it, and he doesn't want to stop them. But it didn't start from the Chachamim, so that kind of minog, that kind of minog, you can't make a bracha on. But if it's a minog which the Chachamim were doing already, Chazal, and he wants to bring a proof that lighting menorah was one of those type of minhagim. So it's something which the Chachamim were doing, it's, it's, it's in the midst of the Chachamim. If the Chachamim have a minhag, which spreads to the people, just like there's a mitzvah to listen to the Chachamim in general, 
it's a mitzvah it's a mitzvah or mitzvah derabanan. So to here it's a mitzvah that you can go ahead and make a bracha. That's how Ravadji Yosef answers it up. Either way, it's a very difficult to make karo. A lot of other people discuss it, but the halacha is by Sephardim they make a bracha in the shul, even though they generally don't make a bracha on a minik. Now I wanted just to just to discuss a couple other small things, uh, just from the opinions that we learned. In many shuls, including Amechad, we like by Shachris. We like by Shachris. We come here, we don't make a bracha. No shul makes a bracha by Shachris. Right? We like by Shachris. Why do we like by Shachris? Well, we just had all kinds of reasons. Give me a justification to like by Shachris. That's the Semitic brought down the Prima God, the Binyan Shlomo, the Malam of the Hayal, and other sources. Why in the world? What? You, do you like the chakras? Have you seen anybody we like the chakras? You've been in for chakras before, Jonathan. So you're going to be Suffolk. So, will you ever think about it? Why we like by chakras? Suffolk? What's Suffolk? Do you like your house by chakras? No, that's why for sure you don't have to do any bracha because it's chakras. But why light? Waste the oil, baltashkas. What? We just learned for the guests, for Pirsume and Esau, there's no mitzvah. For the everyone should light together. Anybody? Well, what's it from where? From what? Why? All there's oh, basically English. You know why? So then the farm bring down. So we light by shachris because in the time of the base of Mikdash, the candles were still burning by shachris. So if it's zechel Mikdash, for that reason, there's an Indian to light uh, by shachris. Okay. So there's an Indian. So that for the, only for that reason. For the other reasons. There's no reason to light. I don't think that Sephardim light by chakras. I don't know if I've ever seen that. And the reason is because <coughs> they're not following. They're really following the rivash. If you follow the rivash, right, which is which is persumenisa. There's no persumenisa in the morning. It's like blowing shofar today. It's, it's not the time, right? You know, it's like when he's filling at night. It's just not the time. But if you learn to zechel mikdash. right, if it's zechel mikdash, so in the base of the the candles are still burning in the morning. So we want to have our Menorah, which is on the south side. By the way, we saw even a few weeks ago, we don't, one of the reasons that Ron says you don't benefit from the lights of the, of the Menorah is, it should be like the Zeichel and Mikdash, it's just like you can't benefit from the Menorah. So we want to have that Zeichel and Mikdash, so if, if the reason we light in Shul is because it's like the base of Mikdash, right, then we would have, we would light in the chakras, of course, without a bracha. That would be the only rationale, and that's the rationale that certain of the poets can bring down. The other reasons are completely not relevant to light in the shul in the morning. Another difference in these opinions, it's an important difference. You like the menorah in shul. Okay, let me tell you what happens. Okay. Um, you light it. We we light it typically with 430 minutes 750 marv. Okay? 750 marv comes. 750 marv comes. Maybe marv. Okay, 15 minutes. Rabbi Levine speaks, depends how much mercy he has, but you know what, when it's, at, when it's 7.15, I speak less, for one simple reason. In the summer, when it's back-to-back, I want, I want Marv to be delayed into, at least into Ben Hashemoshos. I don't want, I don't, I don't want Mincha Marv back-to-back, because that's halakhically not so, no, not so good. So I try to delay Marv, but in the, in the winter, when Marv is 7.15, it's no, not next to Mincha, there's no reason to delay. So I want to say Dvar Mosa, but I'm not going to speak for 10-15 minutes, I'm speaking for 3-5 to five minutes. Right? There's no reason for that at that point, besides Torah. But, so, 20 minutes, we're done. 22 minutes. Usually, how long do the candles have to burn? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. So, what's the story of the Shod? And do, I, do we let the candles burn? 
Well, friend, but was there even an Indian? Maybe we can blow them out right away. Right? So, what do we do? So the Malamed Lahayal says, the Malamed Lahayal was so, anyone know what Malamed Lahayal is? Where's your German pride? That's what Germany has. David Sihachnen, Rosh in Berlin. Right, the great Rolf of the Holdersheimer, Rosh Hashiva, Holdersheimer Yeshiva. Pick on Philip tonight. Ah, uh, pick on Philip tonight. He's traveling. He's an excuse. Ah, uh, so Rav David says, of course you can extinguish it. Why? Because the Machaber said, what's the Machaber? Where's the, what's the reason we did it? Pursuing Esau. It's not, it's not your, you're not yoked to your dechavaso. Nobody's saying that you're yoked. It's not you. It's not your chiyav in your house. Pursuing Esau, you lit it in Shoal, everybody saw it, you had your pursuing Esau, when everyone's going home, you can blow it out. There's no reason, says the Mama Lahal, Machaber says the reason we do it. We do it for pursuing Esau. It's all over by pursuing Esau, right? Pursuing Esau. I saw the Shayla Talevi, Revozner, well, she just passed away, is one of the elder sages from Bnei Brak, a Hungarian sage. So, uh, so Revozner said, no, you should leave it because people can be Yoyti also. People are like like the first reason the cobalt for the guests, for if anyone's being fulfilling the obligation at any level, right? That they for them <laughs> they if it's it's a chiv. So for them, if so, if you learn the reason you light the candles is for um, for someone to fulfill obligation, then you should leave it for the full half hour. But if it's just for pursuing nisa, the truth is, malam lahayol is for most shoals is the, is. You know, there's no reason to, to let it go, right? You can you can blow it out afterwards, not um, not not a problem, right? Because there's no there's no fulfilling of obligation. Is that clear? It's just for pursuing Isa, That's where life. There's no reason to let it to let it go. Forgetting any safety issue. One more nafkimina. One more defense in opinions is: Could you have a kid light it? Could you have a kid light it? Could you have a boy before bar mitzvah get up there and light the candles? Well, if it's pursuing Isa, you don't need a balchov to light it. You don't need somebody to be a a a a balchov to light it, and even a kid kind. That's what Minchasisko says. But if again it's for someone to fill the obligation, or it's because maybe you want b'makhelos that everyone should go ahead and make their bracha, so then or even zeichel mikdash, right? Because zeichel mikdash who lit the the kids like the menorah in the mikdash? Absolutely not, right? It's to be a koyin, not a koyin gadol, being who is a gadol, not vika, right? So so too all of these different reasons have different permutations in halacha, and they all come from this Yosef. Uh, we try to be machmer like the Ber Halacha that's for the different shitas. And the only thing I would say is that in general, like the Malam there's no reason really to let it, unless you know somebody will be sleeping in the shul, there's no reason to let the candles continue to burn. Otherwise, uh, you're good. Okay, any questions on this? Yeah. Z- Shears over. If anyone wants to stay, it's Yeah. Can you blow it out? So, Mikdash. No. So, the thing about Zeichel Mikdash is, you see the placement in Zeichel Mikdash. You see that we do it in the morning, Zeichel Mikdash. So, you can, it's just like Pursuing Isa, you see, you can be Yodse with a small amount. There's no, it's not an obligation of a half hour. Yeah, it's to do it, Zeichel Mikdash. So, you could blow it out for that reason. The Mikdash would burn. The, right, they would burn, would burn actually, right, and in fact, we, those places that light in the morning—not all places light in the morning—they're assuming you want to show that, that the menorah was still burning in the morning. So you can argue there would still be a reason to, to let it light, but we don't see that in the place again.
on Hanukkah, maybe you're spreading the wolf, but you're not yeah. getting Pirsu Manes. Yeah. Same thing like in the show in the morning. <laughs> and you may be reminded, you can play Dreidel also and call it Pirsu Manes. There's, not, there's no connection. There's no mitzvah to light the menorah during the daytime at all. Not at your house, not in the shul, nowhere. So why would it be in the middle of Christmas? The way the B'nai Shlomo and other bring down the Prima is because as a Zeichelenik, that's where the menorah was still lit. Nothing to do with Christmas at all. It sounds like it wouldn't matter then what time, uh, how early you light in the morning also. It's, it's you know, close as late in the, in the winter time, so we would be lighting it in the morning time, perhaps for the shul, before all the shachar. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, yeah, we're not making a bracha anyways. Yeah, it's important to say here. Whenever we're davening, yeah. Poor is to do it, the minhag should do it during davening. Yeah, that's that's it. Again, that's for sure a minhag. Yeah. And that's a minhag, it's not a universal minhag, it's a common minhag. And there'd be also no time on the shir either. I mean, like, if you have a 22 minute shot for a secret. No. Play. No, <laughs> no, we have yeah. other problems, but no, we yeah. have all this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, the to- I mean, maybe just because it's the position of where it is in the Torah. The Torah never said anything about actually lighting in the shul, it just said where to position the menorah in the shul. Right. And the, right, the Mechaber says and that, the, and the, the, that's what the Beis Yosef starts saying. <laughs> well, where does this come from to light, right? And again, the reasons have differences in halacha, right? Why, and again, even in the Mechaber, you have to say, understand why he's making the bracha, especially in the Mechaber. Sure. What the, re- the rationale should dictate, because if you follow the first opinion, which is the Kobo, for guests, so that means, according to that opinion, if the Mechaber would be following that, you can only make a bracha in the shul if you actually have people sleeping in the shul. Which means that I know Shul today could, according to the Mechaber, could you make a bracha, right? Because there's no guest there. That's what, let's see how it could come out. Yeah. Right. So all Shuls light at night. <coughs> yeah. Universally. Mechaber Ramah. Like, not, not, not all light in the morning, though. What? Not, not everyone will light No, night. many do, but not all. Yeah. For her, just out of curiosity, for her in Davening, why is it becoming a, a Hashkafa issue? If it's such a strong halachic issue, why is it. Why is it Everybody's looking Because certain groups do one thing. So if you want to say, I'm not part of that group, you don't do that. My only point, so like so many times, like, like, even with like the Torah to me, I picked in the beginning. The reason I picked that is to show you that the Gemara has a continuation. Don't think that they're just haphazard, the Gemara's are next to each other. My point with that is to say, and it's an important point, first of all, to show you that it's Shultz Shashita, but I, I, I lament, I honestly lament when Hashkafic things take away from honesty of, of halakhic realities and, and it's universal everyone picks and chooses a little bit like this right but the reality is is head coverings like I you go to certain shoals and nobody covers their head with a talus it's ridiculous I can I, I can prove anyone any day that not from like uh, chakras talus Ashkenazi Sephardi for hundreds of years Rishonim Akharonim everyone should cover their head by talus but why don't they want to do it? Because this, these other people cover the head by talis. What the world does that mean? Right? That's like so silly. Does it matter that Rambam said Tamidah Chachamim and and Tamidah? Is Rambam's telling you that this like, is the Shulchan Aruch is that also? Yeah, yeah. So again, the, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not I mean, it's not my. Well, it's not my push. I, mean, I, I didn't talk about that uh, push wearing hats or talis. certainly, certainly who Yishlech Tzibur should cover their head if they're wearing a talus for Mincha and Marv. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's covered at Tzibor that's covered for the tefillah. If you're wearing, wearing a talus, you should cover your head. Um, but my only point was to show that this is a concept which the Isha Yisrael is a grand, you know, brings down. It's a halachic reality. It's, it's not a chiv. It's only a good, strong idea. And that today people associate hashkafas with how they dress completely. 
You know, they want to be there independent. They don't want to associate with certain things. So my only point is, you still should know where what the what the what the what the Chazal stress. You know, it's also very lovely. Yeah, for sure, and, that, and, that, and, that, and that's why the Rishonim said that because you have this idea of Yerushalayim on you of focus. And also, by that Gemara and Shabbos Yom, which the Kesef Mishnah quoted off the Rambam, that whole Gemara that Dafyur and Shabbos is talking about preparation for Tefillah Hikun Likras Al Kalachal Preparation for davening. It's not only that it causes your shemayim, but anything you wear special for prayer is an added for prayer, right? It's an added thing for prayer. So by the chasidim, they put on a gartel, right? That's one of the things they do. That's actually based on that kamar there also. They put on a gartel to separate up and low, but but also as a preparation for prayer. It's actually the kamar they put on a, on a belt over there. Right? We wear belts, so, but they, that's what they do. So in certain places, if you go to yeshivas, they all put on their hats. If you're like the mirror liquid, they're all learning yeshiva. Comes Minchamarev, the hats come on. They're not wearing it with the learning. They wear it for davening. That's basically sources. I, I only wanted to stress just to see, you know, what we're doing, why we're doing things. And, you know, and sometimes we do the opposites of what we should do for reasons that are not always uh, Gavaldic, you know. Um, so, you know, everyone has to choose what they, what they want, but at least to show that this is a concept that Chazal stress, or Sages stress. Um, and that, that was my main point of, of showing that. It's, but certainly, someone Dami Minchamar should have it. And again, the reason why the Mishnah Bruce is in Simen Ches, and I, 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 a couple of years ago, Shalashus, I went through it at length, all of the place can to cover your head to do Ito Fatalis. Then I did, I tried to show all opinions all that way, um, is for that reason. But that's by Shachras, where you have a Talis. They would say that really, ideally, even by Minchamar, to wear a hat or a covering. Okay, I'm not saying you have to do it, I'm saying it's a, a, a chiv, a mitzvah, but there's certainly a strong Indian to, to, to do that. Um, for the Shnech Tzibur by Minchamar, do you say that Ito for the Tals is better than a hat, or the same at that point? It makes a difference at that point. I mean, m- most people, if they have a Tals, they cover their head with a Tals, they have the hat, but it doesn't make a difference. That's not makes no, it's a comfort zone. You know, um, you know, a, the minag is if you're a bachar, obviously, example, any shivas. So, bachars don't cover, do, don't do eat, don't wear talis to do eat if they're married. So, they, wear, they would wear a hat in that, in that kind of case. But again, I, I wasn't trying to show hashkafak either way. I'm just, all I was just trying to do is highlight that you see this as an Indian, and sometimes, you know, we should just know what Chazal say, and forgetting whether we wear blue shirts or pink shirts or white shirts, because that stuff is also very important, by the way. <laughs> I also think it's important. But, I, 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 but my point was, it's, it's important to do things with knowledge more than with affiliation sometimes, at some level. That yeah. was the Yudala, was it? Yudala, that's a great The whole first, that whole top part of that Gemara there mm-hmm. all talks about prayer and preparation for prayer. It's a beautiful Gemara in general. And then actually... It has nafkaminas and halacha. Again, we're not learning that that daf, that that amud, but it's also brought down in several places there. Yud, yud, aleph. Okay.